0: What a week it has been in the NFL, all sorts of guys moving around and the trade deadlines already passed Deshaun Jackson Daxon to the Raiders. You got Odell Beckham Jr. to the Rams. You got Cam Newton reuniting with the Carolina Panthers and then Thursday Night Football, an upset of the week with the Dolphins taking out the Ravens. We're going to break down all that and more and, of course, get you all our week 10 picks. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. As we host the Friday episode of the Locked On NFL Podcast, which is brought to you by McDonald's. This episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. And a big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. We thank you for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day as we are free and available on all podcast platforms. Let's get this thing started. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On NFL podcast, We're your hosts, Chris Carter and your boy Q of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. Q, it's another wild week in the NFL, but this might have been the wildest one when it came to moves. And, again, the trade deadline has already passed, yet here are all these guys finding new teams. We're going to get to breaking all of them down, but uh, I got to say, man, I called this. I called this. I said, Odell to the Rams, and I said, Deshaun to the Raiders. Call me Carter Domus because I know what I'm talking about.
1: I mean – I kind of lightweight, sure, but I don't think that you really, really called it like that. I mean, when you pick three or four teams, you got to get one right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, hey, hey!
0: I said the the Rams my first tweet, and you even corrected me. Yeah, at first I thought I said on Twitter I was like, oh, I called the Packers when the first, and then you were like, no, you said the Rams, and I was like, oh, he right, I did say the Rams, but then I was right, so it works out that way.
1: Which is funny, and we'll talk about it later, but. I still don't understand the fit. I get it. It's a super team. It may work out, but it just seems like a, it seems like a strange fit to me, but hey, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be in LA and at the very end of the day, I guess, you know, his brand is going to be upgraded as well. So I guess you go from Cleveland to LA. So that's a good thing for him. But yeah, I know we'll talk about it later, but man, it's just still, it's still kind of strange to me.
0: It's a strange Hey, it's a strange season. We'll get to that and the other uh, acquisitions in just a minute here. But first, we got to talk about this Thursday night football game. I thought this was going to be a snore fest. I was covering Pitt versus North Carolina, ACC football action, going into overtime, all this craziness. And I'm like, I, and that gets done. I'm like, wow. Okay, so the Ravens must be crushing them, right? No, the Dolphins are out here just just handling. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense, they win 22-10. Twenty-two to ten over the Ravens, who were six and two. Now they're six and three, and looking very vulnerable. The Dolphins move up to three and seven. Um, I know the Eagles are hurting because they have their first-round pick, and they're like, "Hey, guys, you're supposed to stink. We need that, that pick to be higher. But Q, what did you get a sense from this game? What the heck? I mean, they used two attack by Loa for one hundred and fifty-eight passing yards, and Jacoby Brissett for one hundred fifty-six passing yards. This is just a weird game.
1: It really was. Uh, the Miami Dolphins didn't look very good offensively. I mean, they really didn't. Jacoby Brissett goes out with the injury. Uh, and then he looks like he's going to come back in, and Brian Flores says, no, no, hey, we're going to we're gonna go with Tua. He's going to be in. It was strange. It's almost like he went to the bullpen like he was used to doing a year ago when Ryan Fitzpatrick was there, and he'd bench Tua and just uh, kind of go with the hot hand or whatever. It was strange in that sense, but I'll tell you what, the Miami Dolphins defense looked like the Miami Dolphins defense that I expected to see uh, going into 2021 and they haven't been that really this season. Uh, They've been really strange. I thought they were going to be a really good team, and they haven't been, but... Xavier Howard is still a a huge ball hawk. Uh, He makes plays all the time, and this time he caused a fumble and then picked it up and then took it to the house. I mean, the dude just has a nose for the end zone. He has a nose for the ball. Uh, He's one of my favorite players in the league just because he has that ability, and and ultimately, man, defense won that game and and really gave the Miami Dolphins the opportunity to put those 22 points up on the board, so frustrating night for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, Lamar was getting pretty hot on the sideline, yelling at his wide receivers. They didn't want to hold on to the Marquise Brown put it on the ground Sammy Watkins put it on the ground I mean multiple guys act like it was a hot potato and they didn't want to play and uh, Miami took advantage of it so you got to give them credit they're on a two-game winning streak and well Baltimore is you know another question mark in the AFC which has a ton of question marks right now.
0: Yeah, the, the AFC, the, no one wants to be the first seed. Everyone keeps, you know, except the Titans. They did beat the Rams right. unexpectedly last week. So they they I, I take that back. The Titans are holding on to that. But the Ravens were the team that, like, hey, you know, with Derrick Henry gone, maybe they'll ascend and become the best team in the AFC. No, they drop a, they drop a crazy game on, on Thursday night football. And you know
1: what? Let me say something mm-hmm. real quick because someone yeah, sure. hit, hit us up, and, you know, I love when people hit us up on Twitter, at Carter Critiques and at your boy Q254. But the thing about it is if you're going to tell me what I said about a certain team that you're a fan of, at least co- quote me correctly. That's all I ask is that what you quote say, me. Q, I missed this one. This time, someone has said that I said the Tennessee Titans had no chance, and that the uh, the Colts were going to catch them. And that was not what I said. I said with Derrick Henry going down, it opens the door for the Colts. And if the Colts handle their business and Tennessee drops a couple, then they could be looking in trouble. But to Tennessee's credit, and I want to give them credit, they went out there and won a big game against the Rams without Derrick Henry. Shout out to Adrian Peterson who got in the end zone even at an older age. Uh, Really do like Adrian Peterson a lot, so I, I was happy to see that. But never said Tennessee was done. I just said that. When you lose a guy that's as important as your quarterback, because Derrick Henry is basically the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, that's a big deal. They were able to overcome that, so shout out to him. But never said that they were done.
0: Yeah, no, but that's that's what happens. You say one thing, and then someone sensationalizes it, and then they misquote you, and then all of a sudden you've you've said this horrible thing. Q, so wait to stand up, stand up on you there, and you are right. That is what you said. You didn't you didn't doom them because we we also said before this season even started the AFC South is not good, right? Uh, you know this this is you know this is a division where Tennessee could legitimately win without without Derrick Henry, yeah. even if they don't play as good as they did against the Rams in that game with the defense and the teams they, they
1: have coming defense. up aren't very good. I mean they yeah. have a they have a Nice little path right now. They just got to keep it rolling. Yeah, but but here's the other thing: who is very good right, right now?
0: <laughs> right, like, like, the the Rams and the Cardinals and the Packers when Aaron Rodgers is playing, sure. Right, but I mean the Bills. Right, the Bills have now lost to the Jaguars. Lost they're to the Jags, yeah, left and right. the The Bengals were supposed to be all this. Now they're now they're looking like like fraud. yeah. What happened there? Oh. oh. What's up with the Bengals crew? What's up with I? I thought they was the stuff. I thought they was oh
1: oh Carter and Q. I think it's me. I think I gave them props, and then they started. They started reverting back to their old self. They're like, oh, we don't want this props that this guy is giving us. Let's go ahead and turn back the clock. So my fault, Bengal fans. I I got too hyped. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the who day that, that they was saying, I mean, we had people tagging us on Twitter saying,
0: oh, you're stupid for thinking the Bengals might struggle this year. And I'm like, what? And we did credit. Hey, good start. But I say at the same time, you're a young team. You don't got nobody on the team that knows how to win. You're still developing a culture behind a head coach that eh, I'm not so sure right. about. And lo and behold, now you want to lose a streak. You lost to Mike White and the Jets. And now you're asking yourself, wait a minute, was all that for real? We don't know. But Aside from the Bengals, you know, because they are not even one of the teams that we thought would be in contention, the Titans. Are holding on, but the Bills were supposed to be a dominant team. They haven't looked like it. The Ravens supposed to be a dominant team. They haven't looked like it. I mean, and and I I said this from before the Ravens with like the field goal win over the Lions, the way they needed a fumble to beat the Chiefs. They haven't exactly dominated their games, but they've won them. And that's why I'm like, hey, you get credit for winning the games on your schedule. But now this kind of a loss adds question marks to what the AFC is going to look like the rest of this season. We will be keeping an eye on all of that, but There were some big moves across the league, of course. We want to get to Odo Beckham Jr., Cam Newton, and Deshaun Jackson. Their new homes and where the best fit is. Among those players. But first, we're gonna tell you guys about our sponsor, McDonald's. This episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get a tasty affordable food, it's a place where friends and family could come to reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose is a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place you'd always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. Hey, listen, Baltimore. It's not—it's not that long of a flight from from Miami back to Baltimore, but they needed some McDonald's after <laughs> that. You, you, sometimes you need some comfort food when you when you have a bad day. You had a bad day. You take it one down. Now get a Big Mac and get over it, Baltimore. But that was a tough one. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. I'm loving it. <laughs>
1: Hey, Chris, I got a a question for you before we start with segment two or as we start segment two.
0: What's up? What's up?
1: Back in the day, I used to go to when I was young. I'm not a kid. Anyway, uh, (laughs) back in the day when I used to go to McDonald's, this is a true story. When I used to go to McDonald's, I used to order a 20 piece chicken McNugget, but I would ask for the dark meat chicken only because I like that one a little bit better. It was a little bit more flavor. And this is not a joke on you. I just realized that sounded like I was joking on you again. No, no. I'm not.
0: I mess mess with the the dark meat chicken, but go ahead.
1: But I always would ask for the 20-piece nuggets that was dark meat only. And so people would literally have to go through while they were making them. And look, because you could tell by looking at them if it was dark meat or or light. And, yeah, so people wouldn't like me because I was so picky. But there you go.
0: What, what, What was the point of that? Did that have anything to do with the rest of this show?
1: Yeah, I mean McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's because they're, <laughs> shout,
0: they're, they're, they, they shout out to McDonald's for for, for giving for sorting through cues. Yeah, dark meat and light meat chicken nuggets. Yeah, their customer service was it. so
1: great. They their customer service was so great that they accommodated me.
0: I, I I thought this was gonna tie into like you know the, the right chicken nugget is like Odell Beckham Jr. fitting in with the Rams. No, da, da, da. no it was just you're just talking about which, which which it's fine though. It's fine. I feel you. McNuggets are some good chicken nuggets to to munch on. I'm always more of a burger guy when I McDonald's, go McDonald's. is our title sponsor, so I'm just giving them a little bit of love. That's fine. Hey, I love it. I say I'm loving it. I mean it. I get the Big Mac. I get the big the 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 quarter pounder. Um, you know, you know. So so you know, I I be I be messing. I be messing with McDonald's. So I I appreciate you. I just I just thought there was a tie in here to the rest of the story. But (laughs) let's get to the rest of these stories. All right here. Um. Now, as I said, Odo Beckham Jr., big news of Thursday, signing, uh, you know, with the Los Angeles Rams. First of all, it was the Rams, then maybe not the Rams, then maybe the Packers, then he's on the fence, and then it's definitely the Rams, and it was just a, a wild 15 minutes where we were just all messaging each other in our Locked On NFL DM across yeah. the Locked On podcast network. Everyone was like, it's this way, it's that way. We don't know. You don't know. Adam Schefter knows. Maybe he does. I don't know. It was so insane, but it's the fun when you have a free agent and things are happening for the NFL, but all. Ultimately, Be- Odell Beckham Jr. of his own volition chooses the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I, and it, I predicted this. And again, I'm not. I'm, I'm you know I was joking around in the first segment, acting like I was like I knew this was going to happen. I, I didn't. I just thought Odo Beckham Jr. has been on some bone squads. The Giants stunk. The Browns have stunk. They you know and, and they don't know how to use him. Baker Mayfield, you know, I then I and we'll get to this in a second. But Baker Mayfield couldn't use him in Cleveland. And it was clear there were issues there. I mean, athletes across the country are tweeting free, a hashtag free OBJ. Um, so now he goes to a Rams team with Matt Stafford. They already have Cooper Cup, who's on putting up prolific numbers at the wide receiver position this year. Um, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. And, and, Va- and, I, and there was a video he posted or a picture he posted of, of him talking to, of Odo Beckham Jr. talking to Von Miller saying, I'm chasing rings. Uh, that's, that's what I'm going. I'm, I want to go get a ring. I feel him. And this was why I thought I was like, Odell has gotten his money. He's gotten paid. He doesn't need to sign the super-duper mega contract this year mid season. All he needs to go is is go somewhere that's going to get him a chance to show up on a big stage, and the Rams were one of those teams that I thought he would just fit in
1: yeah and you know it's funny because I agree with everything that you're saying about like he could fit in there he's not really chasing money he's chasing rings but I just don't know where where the production is going to come from I mean you got Cooper Cup who's breaking records uh, you know you got Woods there I mean you got guys that are already making moves and you just had a wide receiver even though he's a different style wide receiver literally just get released because he wasn't getting the ball and now you got another receiver that wants to get the ball there and that's what my argument was last week when I thought now the Rams aren't a good fit and I I basically told you it's not going to happen. And lo and behold, here we are. It happened. It's just, it's really strange. And again, I'm, I'm interested to see how Sean McVay navigates through this and how Matt Stafford's able to navigate through this. But at the very end of the day, we know that, you know, he, he's got a lot of weapons there. I'm talking about Matt Stafford's got a lot of weapons. Can he make it work? I don't see the fit. I honestly don't. But again, we'll see what happens.
0: We will. We will. But the other fit that we both agreed was going to happen was Deshaun to your Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Deshaun Jackson going there. I mean, it was a perfect fit for Henry Ruggs. You just slap him in the playbook and just be like, look, Henry Ruggs did this. You need to do this. Go do, go do that. It just made sense. He's a speedster. That's what he does. He's a veteran. He should adapt quickly to that, and he should be able to run that route tree. No problem. Um, I I argue that this might be the best fit as far as personnel-wise just because the need and his skill set right. fit there. Um You know, so I mean, I think that's the best fit, quote unquote. But I also think, I I also think that you know, Odell Beckham Jr. And and I know we just we just talked about him, but I want to go back to this point. There's a lot riding on this because, you know, I, I I follow our guy, you know, Jeff Lloyd of Locked On Browns, and he's been a staunch advocate that, you know, this is about Odell, you know, not fitting in, and it's not it's not Baker's fault. But I, I'm sitting here like, man, I, I watched the all 22, and there's plenty of games where Odo Beckham Jr. is just walking down the sideline or just walking wide open, and, and, and he just doesn't get the ball. And I'm just like, wow, like, you know, and some people are saying, oh, he's running the wrong route. There's no way that you can know if he's running the right route. I'm like, well, you know. Antonio Brown changed up routes all the time on Ben Roethlisberger for nine years. And that's, and he still found a way to get the ball to him. Uh, You know, so I just, I I wonder, is this, was this really about Odell Beckham Jr.? Is he really this, this wild receiver that, that, you know, as a has been and just wears wild hair and, and has this amazing athleticism that he can't use or was this, is this just, you know, people don't want to admit that Baker messed up that relationship by not being a good quarterback. Do you think that, that Odell is going to kind of flounder around the same way within Los Angeles?
1: You know, I, I really don't know. I, I don't because again, like I said, I don't see where the production is going to come from. I don't see how Matt Stafford's is going to get him involved to the point where I think he wants to be involved. Uh, I mean, yes, is he a, a, a big time weapon? Sure. But what have we seen him do in the last couple of years? And I yeah, get nothing. it. We could blame it on Baker Mayfield, but I also want to blame it on Odell Beckham Jr. and his lack of availability hasn't been available for the whole two years either. So, you know, I think that that has a lot to do with it. So we'll see if it works, if they're able to gel, then look out. The Rams may be a super team that's ready to, you know, host the second Super Bowl in a row, you know, because Tampa Bay hosted it last year. Uh, It's going to be in L.A. at SoFi Stadium this year. Can they host that Super Bowl? That's what they're playing for. They're all in on it, obviously, with all the moves they made. I I just, I'm not buying it yet, but... I can be convinced all I do. I need to do is see a, a little bit of body of work. And obviously we'll see it starting on Monday against the San Francisco 49ers as they have Monday night football.
0: And Q, uh, I, I talked about Deshaun Jackson for a second. Yep. Your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you know, I think Deshaun Jackson, like you said, is probably the best fit, but similar to Odell Beckham jr. The problem is availability. You know, he hasn't really been available that much. Uh, He's had hamstring issues. So I think that if he's out there and playing, he'll be good for what he's good for, which Derek Carr, I mean, this guy's a 14-year vet. Derek Carr, who's an eight-year vet, could say, hey, Deshaun, you run a nine on this one. You run a seven. You run a six. You run a seam." I mean, he could tell him what to run on a a certain play, a particular play, and he'll be fine because he he knows what he's doing. But uh, I just don't know how long he can hang up or hang out and be be uh, you know physically available and so that's going to be interesting I think he's a nice piece of depth but I don't think he's going to be like the end-all be-all so uh, another body he's not a rookie so he's not learning the, the 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 business he's not learning how to be a wide receiver in the NFL but I'm not convinced that it's going to be like some over-the-top move so uh, just another body and, and some some extra wheels that the the Raiders didn't have uh, now that Henry Ruggs is gone
0: and, and last but not least, Cam Newton. Uh, actually, he's kind of at least be in this situation <laughs> with <laughs> Deshaun's going to see time right away. Probably Odell's definitely going to see time right away. Cam's Cam's going to need some time to react with, uh, you know, reacclimate himself to the Panthers offense with under Matt Rule. Um, but what, what what did you read in on this? I mean, obviously, Sam Darnold hurt. But he hadn't been playing well anyways. Um, th- this, you know, I, I believe it was it was either Stephen A or someone else on ESPN made up made a very good point. Is that look? They're like, look. You know, this is a move to please the fans because you know your this is just isn't your year. Your defense got destroyed in, with injuries. Christian McCaffrey's been hurt. You know this this isn't going to be your year. So when, you know what? Bring back what's arguably the biggest name in, in Panther history and getting Cam Newton back to the city. Let him play. You know a swan song of a season to finish out. Maybe you get to eight and eight. Maybe you're eight and nine. Maybe you finish around there, and he brings some cool wins to the fans, and then next year you make your move to either get your quarterback or whatever you want to do to build for your future. But what did you read into this?
1: Well, Cam hasn't played all season. You know I mean? We're going into week 10 right now. Uh, I I found it to be – it's funny. When I saw the signing, I thought – Oh wow. Matt Rule, you know, swallowed his pride. Cam Newton swallowed his pride. I mean, remember when Matt Rule got to Carolina, the first thing he did was, well, he got rid of basically Cam Newton. It was like the one of the first two moves he made when he got there. I think Greg Olson was the first guy he got rid of. And then uh and, and then Cam Newton was quickly after that. And so to f- see all of a sudden him going back to Carolina, and like you said, it's really a move for the fans. It's not like Cam's going to go out there and light the light the world on fire or anything. If that was the case, he would have never been gone to to begin with. So, right. uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's a rough season. It started out really hot for the for for Matt Rule and, and the Panthers. And, of course, everyone here listening to the show knows that I'm a Matt Rule guy. I really do respect what he's got going on, but uh, this ain't it this season. You know, he started out hot, and now he's really falling on tough times, and he's got to figure out that quarterback position. I still think they're going to be in play for Deshaun Watson, but we'll see. That's obviously not going to happen until the season's over. Uh, so yeah, right now it's just it's just something to appease the fans, and so uh, who, who who better to do that than Cam Newton? And look, side note, he got a lot of money too. I mean, he got a lot of money to go and sign with the Carolina Panthers for the rest of the season. He could make up to ten million dollars. Now I know he's not going to make all that, but even four and a half million dollars guaranteed to get off the off the couch of your house and go show up for a team that's not going to win I'll very many that. games. It's pretty impressive.
0: I'll take that for sure. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, those are the best fits. Uh, you know, let us know at Carter Critiques at your boy Q. Which, who is the best fit? Are we crazy for not picking Odell Beckham Jr. with how big his name is? Or, you know, are, are we on point with Deshaun Jackson here? Or is Cam Newton going to light it up and become an NFL MVP overnight? Let us know what you think on Twitter. Um, hit us up there. But as we before we get to our picks for the week 10 slate here, let's talk about our sponsor. Get Upside, hey NFL fans. This is Chris Cardin, your boy Q with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now use promo code touchdown to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using get upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch the cash back. gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free get upside app and use promo code touchdown to get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your your on your first tank again This promo code touchdown on the get upside app wrapping things up here in the locked on nfl podcast it's chris carter with your boy q right, you're know, going into our week 10 picks now q Yo. um we picked six games last week we're gonna keep that that that, that trend going here um Crazy! I, I we both would have gotten Ravens Dolphins wrong. You know yeah. safe to say. Yeah, I thought Baltimore um, so. was
1: definitely gonna win that game. Miami wins it, so uh, I would be zero and one already for the week
0: same here and in fact i I think the last three weeks because of the cowboys last week and i forget who lost the week before the bills or something like that i've now lost i had a survivor pool i was perfect going into three weeks ago these three weeks have i think wrecked my entire survivor pool like i've just i just every everything has become unpredictable
1: yeah week nine was a killer for me i mean i i I go through and i like to pick all the games just just for my own sake just because i want to know if i'm somewhat on target i literally only got six games right last week so uh, that was yeah, that was a rough, brutal week. And there's always one week, at least one week, every single season where it's just like, what the hell? I didn't see that coming. That was week nine for me. Hopefully it's not week 10 for me. I'd like to actually feel like I got a little bit of credibility and know what I'm talking about. But if it was based off the results from week nine right now, I'm I'm I just got benched.
0: Well, let's build some of that credibility with some picks here. We're going to start off with the one o'clock games, and I normally I wouldn't have gone for this one, but the Falcons have made a move. They're back to five hundred. They're four and four, and they're visiting the six-to-two Cowboys, who are one of those teams that got embarrassed last week, getting blown out by the Broncos. Um, Q, you 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 came from the two five four before you moved to Las Vegas. You've done you you've seen the Cowboys. You, we've talked about them a lot here. Was this a fluke loss, or is this was that a sign that bad things are coming for them? I'm saying they're going to win this game. I'm saying they're going to bounce back, plus Atlanta. I mean, they almost lost the game last week, but is there something that Cowboys fans should be really worried about right now?
1: I don't think so, uh, and and now look, if they lose it to Atlanta this week, then okay, now it's another conversation. Red alert. Red alert. Right, exactly. I think that that was just a bad Week 9 game, and like I said, there was a lot of bad Week 9 games uh, in, in last week, so I think that the Cowboys will bounce back. I still think they're a really good team in the NFC. The NFC is very top-heavy, and the Cowboys are one of those teams that are at the top, so I think they'll bounce back. I think Dan Quinn will get his respect and, uh, and his revenge and uh, help beat the brakes off the Atlanta Falcons this upcoming week, but... If they lose this one against the ATL, lose, if they lose this one against Atlanta, then all of a sudden we're talking about a different subject next week.
0: Absolutely. Let's move along to a very interesting AFC matchup. The five and four Cleveland Browns face the new the five and four New England Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, mm. The Patriots have really rebounded. They, you know, it, and it's not with Mac Jones, just lighting it up. It's not that simple. They're running the ball. They're, they're playing timely defense. The Browns, a huge bounce back win last week against the Bengals. They looked dominant against, against the other Ohio team. Uh, They really needed to, because if they had lost that game, they would have dropped a four and five. And then, you know, you know, they'd it'd be like, Whoa, what's happening here. I'm going with the Browns again. I think that they can pull this out because I still believe in their ground game, but. This is a true test game for both for both teams right now.
1: It really is, man. And and I don't know which direction to go. You know, I've gone back and forth in my mind multiple times. I, I think Belichick is getting that defense cooking right now in New England. I think Mac Jones is good enough. You know, I mean, he's he's getting better. It just, this is a tough game for me, man. I've looked at this one multiple times on the schedule. I want to say that the Browns are going to win it on the strength of their running game. And Baker Mayfield fears, feels like he's, you know, kind of clear and free now that he doesn't have to worry about Odell Beckham Jr. and, and all that drama surrounding that. It's kind of like a weight lifted off his shoulders. So my brain tells me just to go ahead and pick Cleveland, but I'm also going back to week nine, realizing how bad it was and how the obvious wasn't such the obvious. So I, I think I'm just going to go out on the limb here. I think I'm going to roll with the Patriots in this game. So we're splitting there on that one. You're going with
0: Patriots, I'm go- I'm going with Browns. Yep. Let's move along here. Now, this is an interconference matchup between two teams that have some key injuries uh in the past couple of weeks. The Saints, of course, without Jameis Winston, the Titans without Derrick Henry. The Titans are 7-2, Saints are 5-3. What well, the reason I'm picking the Titans is because I thought the Saints defense would hold it down. Uh you know, while while all of this was going down, they allowed the Falcons to do way too much last week. I'm looking at the Titans and saying, this is your game to shine and say, hey, we we aren't pretenders. We aren't just Derrick Henry. We are we are we have a full roster of of players that can make plays. Um, I'm going with the Titans. I say they win this one at home.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way, and I just really think that Tennessee's defense is something that I questioned for most of the season, but it's really starting to cook, man. It looks like it's really coming into its own, playing some really good ball. So on the strength of the defense, I still don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. Sorry, Titans fans, you don't have to tweet at me and tell me I'm disrespectful. I just don't – I'm not a ten hill guy. Julio Jones is hit or miss with me just because he's available sometimes. He's not available other times. Um, Adrian Peterson, shout-out to the, the pride of Palestine, Texas. man. I, I like him a lot. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, the minute that he's ready to be a Hall of Famer, I was so excited to see him get in the end zone last week. Uh, but, yeah, I'm rolling with Tennessee. But, again, it's going to be on the strength of their defense, not anything that they got going on offensively
0: absolutely right there um let's look let's look forward to a, to a couple more games here. We've done three so far so we need we need three more. I'm gonna look at a game that I don't think I would have looked at too harshly a couple weeks ago or too hard a couple of weeks ago, but I'm looking at the three and six Eagles at the five and four Broncos. Okay. Now people might say, why do we care about those teams, Chris? Well, the Broncos are five and four right yep. now. And this way we put them at six and four and seriously into that mix of question marks in the AFC that are, that are fighting for playoff position. The whole well, AFC sudden, West,
1: every team oh. has five wins right now.
0: It's and and isn't that crazy? Because if you yes. had told me, if if you had asked me before the season who are the strongest divisions, I'd say NFC West and AFC North. That's it. Yep. Well, now you're looking here and you're saying, well, wait a second, what 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 happened here? Because the, you know the the AFC West is balling here. The, the the Denver Broncos. This was supposed to be their year to tank go get their quarterback in the NFL draft, come back next year with a better plan. But Teddy Bridgewater, showing he can manage manage NFL games, make the throws when he needs to and not make the crucial turnovers. The defense showing that they are who they thought they were. And even without Von Miller last right. week, I mean, I, I thought they were doomed against the Cowboys without Von Miller. And they just excelled and their offense was was blown off the doors. Meanwhile, the Eagles still don't know who they are. The the you know Jalen Hurts is asked to do a whole bunch. They're still figuring things out. I'm going with the Broncos at home. I think they at Mile High. They stand a good chance taking on a struggling Eagles team.
1: Yeah, I got Denver in this one as well. And I'll tell you, man, once Von Miller was traded, I thought they were waving the white flag and letting it be known that their season was going to be over. And like you said, they were going to go into all right, what's the offseason mode, and then go get their quarterback of the future. But when they beat the brakes off the Cowboys, even though I think that that was kind of a fluke from on the Cowboys end, it, it let me know that hey, they're not they're not throwing in the towel just yet and so they came up with some turnovers they created some turnovers against the Cowboys I mean they looked really good on the road so yeah I definitely think that they pick up the victory on uh, on Sunday and they keep pacing the AFC West and again man crazy crazy division every team in the AFC West has five wins the Chargers are five and three uh the, the the Raiders are five and three and the Broncos and the Chiefs right now are five and four so I don't remember the last time that that has happened where all four teams in a division had the same amount of wins but here we are uh, as as week 10 is getting ready to get well really full throttle after after we saw what happened Thursday night well
0: as I was talking about the AFC North all four of those teams have five wins at least at least five wins the Ravens have six as as six and three but the Steelers are five and three the Browns are five and four and the Bengals are five and four Um, wild stuff for those two divisions to be playing this well but I'm moving right along to get look at some other matchups here. I want to look at this Seahawks-Packers game. And typically I wouldn't care, but, well, it, well, it, but Russell Wilson is back. And we still don't know, going into this Friday... If Aaron Rodgers will be able to play, he has to be able to test negative on Saturday. If he does that, and I guess clear other protocols, he will be back and ready to go for the Packers. Jordan Love did not look impressive against no. the Chiefs. I thought that was his chance to show to say, "Hey, there's a reason I was picked so early, yep. and why I'm I'm the next. I'm going to give you three straight great quarterbacks." He didn't look like that against the Chiefs defense that has struggled all season. With Russell Wilson back, I'm going with the Seahawks. I, I think that they're they're not dealing with the drama that the Packers are dealing with. They have a better quarterback. Uh, you know, they, they're hungry for a win. They need to win this to have any hope of fighting their way back into the NFC wildcard race. The meanwhile, the Packers they got a lot of other stuff to think about right now.
1: I'm going with the Packers in this game because after seeing Jordan Love and how bad he was, like you mentioned, I have no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. I feel like that they're going to put your blood, my blood, someone's <laughs> blood in it. You know what I mean? Like they're going to make uh, Matt LaFleur do a COVID test. I mean, they're they're going to do everything they can to make sure he's out there on Sunday because Jordan Love did not look good. And I'm with you. I thought, OK, he's he's got an opportunity to show a little something, something. Well, he showed a little something less. You know, he, he didn't show anything that he needed to show. Did not look very good. So I do think even though Russell Wilson's back and I always pick the Seahawks, I think Green Bay gets this one because Aaron Rodgers uh, is definitely back under center.
0: It's Like, this ain't no state farm blood. Well, hey, this isn't Aaron Rodgers. Get right. out of here with that. This is, this is Jake from State Farm. That's who's <laughs> gonna give him the real blood. It's gonna be Jake from State Farm that get that gets him, that gets him the blood test. Uh, but uh, but yeah, if, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I do think the Packers would win. But eh, actually, I still don't know. I still I still feel like there's a lot of drama there. He hasn't practiced this whole time, but he is Aaron Rodgers, he could plop in anywhere. I'm sticking with the Seahawks, so I'm gonna stick with them and see what happens here. We've had some we've had weirder things. I mean, the dolphins beat the ravens. What just what you know, what was that? The Bills lost the the Jaguars last week. What was that? All right, final game. I want to get your, your opinion on here, uh, Q. It's a big one. It's a huge one, especially for you. The Chiefs Sunday night football at five and four. Visit the five and three Raiders. The Raiders, of course, coming off a uh, they coming off their own tough loss to the Giants. Yep. I didn't see that coming, um, but you it, know it's hard to you know hard to dismiss. The drama in, in Las Vegas right now, John Gruden ousted his head coach after the scandal with the emails and all that kind of stuff. Um, Henry Ruggs, you know, gets into that major accident last week. And then, you know, and then the the, the firestorm that comes from that, and he's no longer with the team, and they're going to sign Deshaun Jackson, then you lose a game. You know, I, I get it. You know, it's tough. People people think like, oh, you just got to power through. It's not easy as an NFL player no. with all the things you got to focus on. To just be like, oh yeah, I I tune out the noise. You say that in the interviews to just simply get over, but you hear this when you go home and you sit down on your couch. I mean, it's it's very tough to avoid all that kind of criticism and noise and and drama when it's right in your face. And for that reason, I'm, I'm actually going to take the Chiefs in this one. I, I would have taken the Raiders another any other situation, but I just I think that they're they're dealing with some real stuff right now. And and I'm not saying they can't win this game. I think this is going right. to be a toss up. But if I was to take a toss up, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that the Chiefs will find a way to get some crazy, stupid plays to go their way. Um, and the Raiders are going to be si- you know, sitting there, probably hurting themselves, shooting themselves in the foot while they're dealing with all this.
1: You know, I- I've been waiting for the Chiefs to be the Chiefs team of old. You know, the Chiefs Damn. team that's real dominant. And Patrick Mahomes being the MVP guy again. Uh, as a guy who covers the Raiders, I'm hoping it's not this week. You know what I mean? Like, I really <laughs> want to see the Raiders get back on track after that tough loss to the Giants. I think there's a recipe for the Raiders to win this game. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that they got that terrible game out of their out of their system with all the distractions that you mentioned and that is a real deal thing uh, and you could tell on Sunday that they just weren't their normal selves and Derek Carr was missing uh, some easy passes this game is at Allegiant Stadium uh, it's primetime action it's a it's the first time in a long time this rivalry game between the Chiefs and the Raiders means something because both teams were sitting there with five wins I mean it's just again I, I think it's it's exciting and fun that the Chiefs aren't as dominant as they were because now the whole division is like right there for the taking. Anybody can go get it. So I'm going to roll with the Raiders in this one. 24 21 is what I'm, I've been calling. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, I could totally see it being 24 21 Kansas City. I really can. No doubt about it. I just think that the way that they've been turning the ball over and the fact that Andy Reid is not willing to run the ball when well, defenses allow him to run the ball. They give him an opportunity to run the ball, and he just won't do it. I think the Raiders' defense is good enough to create a turnover or two and, and get a short field and maybe get that last-second field goal and win this game. So I think it's going to be a great Sunday night football game. Um, you know, the AFC West is up in the air. Who, who, whoever is the last man standing is going to take it, obviously. And then the AFC in general is kind of up in the air as well. So uh should be a lot of fun, but uh, just the strength of Allegiant Stadium I'm going to pick. The Raiders 24-21. If it was an Arrowhead, I would pick it Chiefs 24-21. But I'm going to go with the home team here.
0: Save, hey, you run locked on bets, and you know the home team usually just gets an automatic three points yep. added to that. So that, that's yep. you bet. That's you betting the odds right there. I see what you're doing. Right.
1: Like I said, if it was in Kansas City, no doubt about it, I'd pick the Chiefs. It's a very even match up there. Q, we have three splits this week.
0: I have the Browns. You have the Patriots. I have the Seahawks. You have the Packers. I have the Chiefs. You have the Raiders. Pretty stuff there. In fact, you picked all the home teams. I picked all the away teams in those matches. There you go. So see it. It's going to be an interesting week. Stick stick with us on the Lockdown NFL podcast because it's an awesome time here all the time. Uh, from Chris Carter and your boy Q, we are your hosts on Fridays. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and enjoying the show. Let us know what you think uh, at Carter Critiques, at your boy Q254. On Twitter, um, hit us up anytime. You can download this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and, of course, YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, like the, the video, please subscribe to the Locked On NFL channel and uh, and share it with, with your friends. Cue, let people know you can find you, follow you, and get more of your work.
1: Yeah, everything's on my Twitter account, man. As you mentioned, at your boy Q254, tweet out a link to this show, tweet out a link to Locked On Raiders, tweet out a link to Locked On Bets each and every day. Of course, the radio show I do as well. Uh, Everything is always on my Twitter account, at your boy Q254. And if you want to reach out to me and tell me that I said something about the Titans or the Bengals or the Colts or whatever team you – don't think that I like. It's all good. Uh, reach out to me. I, I love it, and of course, uh, you can reach Chris at Carter Critiques, and and Chris, you got a lot of different outlets that they can reach you at as well.
0: Yeah, at Carter Gautista on Twitter and Instagram. You can read me about reading me at DKPittsburghSports.com. I was covering that Pitt versus North Carolina game at Heinz Field. It was two of the top quarterbacks uh, dueling it out. Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett, uh, really big plays from both. Uh, but Pitt came out on top. If you want to read about how that game played out, go to DKPittsburghSports.com. Uh, you can read that article for free uh, if you want to get my analysis on on how it played out and what's been going on there. You can also listen to me on the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you do for, 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 your, for Locked on Raiders. Go to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, all the things. Help us out. Rate us five stars. Give us positive comments on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. From Chris Carter and your boy Q, we thank you for listening to the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Be back in the ears next Friday, breaking things down and getting you ready for another exciting NFL weekend.